thank you for tuning into Holistic Finance, where we promote financial balance and financial health. Our mission is to simplify your finances so you can focus on your practice and enjoy life. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I am Ryan Burklow, and with me today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Kelsey Klossmeyer. He's a naturopathic physician at the Institute of Complementary Medicine in Seattle, Washington. He has a primary care practice focused on the management of overweight, obese patients. He earned his ND from Bastyr University. He currently serves as the president of Washington Association for Naturopathic Physicians, and he has presented his work on obesity management at professional and academic conferences. I thought he would be a great value for today's show, where today we discussed where he came from and how he became a naturopathic doctor. We discussed the struggles that he had in starting his practice. And he gives some excellent takeaways as to how for you to build the practice that you want. And then lastly, we speak into the association that he's the president of and what value that brings you all in helping you in your practice and building what you want. So without further ado, I will launch into the interview. Dr. Klossmeyer, thank you so much for being on the, uh, the show today. We really appreciate your time. Thanks, Ryan. Happy, here, happy to be here with you. So, you know, I, you and I met through the Washington Association of Naturopaths uh, Physicians here locally. And um, through the, the dialogue that we had and uh, just the different conversations, I thought it would be of extreme value to have you on, on the show, really talking about, you know, the, the association for one and then for two, kind of your experience uh, and, and your practice uh, in helping, you know, our listeners build their own. And so, you know, I'd love to start off, you know, most of these conversations I always start off with, you know, give some background in terms of why you became a naturopathic doctor. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Um, yeah, and, and I really appreciate the invitation to be here and everything that, that you and your firm are doing for the naturopathic profession. Um, you know, everything I do with the, the Washington Association of naturopathic physicians is all volunteer. So it's, it's like, you know, it all goes in the volunteer hour bucket. Uh, but I really love giving back to the profession and uh, conversations like this I find really inspiring um, and, and meaningful. Um, so my, my story to naturopathic medicine really came through me being a patient myself when I, I'm not from a medical family at all. Um, I'm I'm from Wichita, Kansas, and my my dad's side of the family are all farmers and, and in agriculture, and my mom's side of the family are kind of blue collar uh, workers. No, nobody's in medicine. Um, when I was 16, I was in a, a pretty severe car accident. I was in a, a jeep that rolled three and a half times at 75 miles an hour off of off of the the freeway. Wow. Uh, outside of Mead, Kansas. Uh, so they, you know, Mead, Kansas is a very small town in the western part of the state. And, you know, I was just being a crazy teenager. And this is an accident, you know, that should never have happened. But they had very limited uh, medical resources uh, there. So I, I sustained pretty severe uh, injuries from this, from this car accident. And allopathic medicine, uh, or emergency medicine really saved my life. 
you know, I'm very grateful for it and uh, very much believe in integrative approaches with medicine because of this experience. But um, it was really natural medicine, naturopathic medicine that really gave me my life back and um, allowed me to be a fully functioning human being. I mean, after this, I had to drop out of high school and and homeschool because of because of the injuries. I never in a million years thought I would um, have made it through through medical school, um, let alone go to college. So, right. uh, and I attribute a lot of this to naturopathic medicine, to natural medicine, healing things, chiropractic, acupuncture, nutrition. Um, all of these things, craniosacral therapy, all of these things were incredibly, incredibly uh, valuable and, and beneficial. So as, as I was going through my own healing process um, and got very interested in how I was being treated, I, I, I kind of found my calling in that, that that's what I wanted to give back and to do for people in, in my career. And started the whole journey to education because, of course, to get to medical school, you have to go through college so it was kind of prerequisite upon prerequisite um to do that and then once i was in college um i i thought that i would kind of go in and and become a medical doctor and then incorporate natural therapies into my practice but as i was going through the interview processes getting accepted to medical schools and having those conversations i very quickly realized that the paradigm I was coming from, from the healing journey I had been on versus what I was going to be taught in allopathic medical school were two completely different worlds. Mm. When I was finally directed to, I went to Bastyr University here in, uh, here in Kenmore, uh, Washington. Um, when, I, when I was introduced to that and saw the curriculum, it was just like coming home. I was like, this is... I didn't. I didn't realize it existed, uh, but I was so happy to find it and to realize that I could really kind of live my dream, which was to incorporate the the training of primary care. You know, being a primary care uh, physician, as well as incorporating all of the the natural natural therapeutics. I'm not. You know, almost almost every naturopathic doctor I've ever had a conversation with normally has some sort of story that you just shared some some version of that story where they had a either a personal experience or a family member had an experience that opened their eyes to that that naturopathic um the natural healing side of things and i don't know maybe that's why i love working with naturopathic doctors it's just that that story and and it, it rings true with with my myself and my family um it it's there's a stereotype out there about naturopathic doctors. At least I had a stereotype of naturopathic doctors before um, my son um, started working with one, and it, it's a struggle. How did how did you how did you get introduced to it when you were 16 years old in, in that car accident? Like how did that come to fruition? You know, I think it was just a twist of fate. Um, my, my family had a chiropractor that was was one kind of exposure to natural medicine. But I think, you know, my mom was really tenacious through the whole process. And she 
would look for resources. We would discuss resources. I think it was like at a health food store or something. We found some kind of listing for somebody who was doing acupuncture and craniosacral therapy. And um, I started working uh, with her. And over time, she kind of started talking about naturopath that there was this thing called naturopathic medicine and that that might be a really a really good fit um i you know because of my injuries from the car accident i had a lot of verbal uh, a lot of eye converging issues a lot of you know uh, other neurological issues that, that that happened so that's why i had to drop out of uh the conventional high school that i was going through and do a homeschool program and during that process, um, I actually went and attended massage school as well. So I worked my way through college and and through medical school, um, actually owning my own um, massage practice. And I think that kind of set me up for um, being able to move into doing naturopathic medicine as as a, a self-employed entrepreneur, because that's the right. thing about NDs is that it's not just that you have to be a good doctor and learn all, which is very difficult to do to learn how to be um, a good physician. Uh, but then you, most of us do have to learn business skills and financial skills, uh, which at least at the time I was going through school, there wasn't a whole lot in the curriculum <laughs> to help uh, teach, teach these business school uh, skills. Uh, that's a common, uh, that's a common theme uh, with, Every naturopath that I've, that I've spoken to, and and I actually go to Bastyr, and, and we actually teach a financial one-on-one um, course, or, or we used to, um, before, now we do it virtually right now, um, because it's really still not being taught. And so I happened to to get involved with the NMSA. They were invited invited us in, and that that financial practice, and and just you know, you brought up the business side, just financial one-on-one, and let alone. How do you market yourself as a business? Those are two very different things, and it's not being taught. You're right, and and it makes sense, you know. Of, of course, as my as my career and my practice has grown, and I've been involved with different organizations over time, you know, it's like you look at a typical corporate structure. There's a whole, there are whole departments that just do this particular thing. There are people that spend their entire career doing this. But the thing about naturopathic doctors is most of us are kind of generalists by trade. We, we learn a lot of different tools to treat patients with. Um, we, we learn many different disciplines within naturopathic medicine. So I think, you know, I can't imagine a group of people that are better suited to learning business entrepreneur skills as well, because, you know, owning your own business, it's like you have to learn everything from how to fix the sink that broke to, you know, taking care of really complex medical, medical things. So uh, out of curiosity, you know, I, as I as I speak to naturopathic doctors, I'm learning more and more about the field and the curriculum and, and what you all learn. You just mentioned something that I've always wondered. You said you're you're generalist, right? You learn a lot of general um, uh, information, well, you know, specific topics, but it's, it's generalist. Do, how do you go into specific niche or target targeted like this is really where i want to help my patients how do you how do you go from generalist to to that oh great that's a great question it, it's a trend in the profession that i would say over the last 10 years and much more over the last five years that i've seen which is 
if you're going to compete in the market and if you're going to be a sought out after expert, just saying I'm a naturopathic doctor is no longer enough. Once upon a time, that was the case. When, when I first went into practice, uh, which was uh, 2011, uh, I actually moved back to Wichita, Kansas, and there are not many naturopathic doctors in which I think there was like maybe it's a town of about 350,000 people. And I think there were two other NDs in town at, at the time that I went there. Uh, Kansas is a licensed state, though, for <laughs> anybody who's wondering. Um, <laughs> for me, um, when, when I went into practice in that area, because there was no saturation in the market, um, I, I, when I first launched my practice, I put out a little article in the local paper and the local NPR station, and I called it um, uh, GERD, or gastroesophageal reflux disease, and, and natural medicine. Um, and I offered free food, which I think is the most important thing for people <laughs> something. Just offer free food. And I said, it was like delicious organic food, or so I can't remember how I said it, but I, I put flyers around in, in the natural health stores. But off of that one initiative, um, when I had the event, I had it on a Saturday a bit earlier in the day, I had 75 people uh, show up to it. And of those 75 people, I, I said, you know, look, if you sign up as a patient today, you get like, you know, 30% off or whatever your first visit. I, it was all cap. I can't remember exactly what I did, but uh, we had, we had, we, I think we had 40 or 42 new patients sign up off of that one event uh, when I first got into practice which created its own problem. But what it's really taught me is that if you're in an undersaturated market, people are very hungry for naturopathic medicine. The market wants this um, badly and they're willing to pay for it is the other piece of it. Um, so if you go to an undersaturated area, maybe you can just hang a shingle and say, hey, I'm a naturopathic doctor, come see me. And, and people may come in and do that. But in most areas uh, where there are there's good licensure and, and more history of the profession there. Uh, what we see there is uh, really to make it, you kind of have to have a specialty, whether it's physical medicine, whether it's, I mean, in my practice, I do a lot of metabolic work. I've, I've trained in obesity medicine. I do a lot of men's health. These are kind of like specialty areas that now that I have a reputation in town, there's a lot of specialists and things who refer to me specifically for um, that specific work. Um, but I, I still, I, I would say at, at the core of my practice, I'm, I'm a generalist in so far as, um, you know, we treat the whole person. Uh, we treat the whole person. It's, it's, we create deep therapeutic relationships with our patients. That's the heart of it. And, and if I was to say there was any secret to, uh, my success, um, um, in, in the field, it, it, it is all about prioritizing those deep, long-term, good relationships uh, with with patients. That's that's where it's at. So you know, one of the questions when I it's not even a question, right? It's when uh, when an ND gets out of school and becomes a resident, or you know, wants to start their own practice. Um, from from my understanding, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not a naturopath. The struggle is having people to be a patient. <laughs> yeah. 
the yeah. marketing. And so you just brought up the marketing idea that you had around having this event, giving away free food. Where did you where did you go to learn that marketing aspect? Or was that just a natural thing for you? That's a great question. It it just was instinct. You know, it was just instinct to 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 do that. Um, and um, you know what what I think or what I see more commonly, I see people kind of following one of three paths after they get out of school. And I will say, finishing naturopathic school is a huge undertaking. It's a massive thing. You know, people have a bit of adrenal fatigue after that. They're you know they say they've been running up the mountain. And then you get out and nobody really says, now the real challenge begins. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> not a turn off or a spoiler for any of the any of the viewers. And any of you who are in have started your own practice or you know have developed your own practice, even if you work for a clinic or somebody who does the marketing, you're still ultimately responsible for maintaining your your patient base. Um, so I think I think everybody understands this challenge. But the three things that I kind of see people go into is they either get out of school and they go and they start their own thing um, um, right off the bat, or they get out of school and they do a residency. And the profession, I'm, my clinic is a residency site, an INM uh, residency site, um, which if people aren't familiar with that, please check into it because clinics can apply to be a clinical site. And they get uh, money initially to kind of support right. your first year residents. I think it's a huge thing for our profession. Their vision is is really to have a residency for every naturopathic doctor. And I think that our our success uh, as a profession long term, if everybody had a, some type of residency, is only gonna it's only gonna increase uh, through that experience. And then the third thing that I would say. Um, is that some people get out of school and they land one of these positions either at a university or a community health clinic where they're actually getting loan repayment. So those are kind of the three paths that I see people following after they get out of naturopathic school. But it seems like the majority of people at this point are still getting out of school, going into their own practice or joining like a health collective or shared office space or that type of thing. Um, uh, to be able to um, uh, to be able to kind of launch their their practice. Gotcha. So, walk me through. Uh, so, how long have you been in practice now? So Is I have been in. I've been in practice for uh, for uh, nine years at this point. Nine years. Gotcha. What what struggles? Right, you have the early struggles around you know having patients. <laughs> Right. What struggles do you have maybe now or had you maybe in the last couple of years, you know, like COVID aside um, that you that you face that you just didn't expect you would have to face? Yeah. So um, I would say early on, you know, the 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 fear of not having patients is is huge. And there are many opportunities in terms of launching a practice um, where there's endless opportunities for choosing fear versus what you love to do in practice. And I would just really encourage everyone as you're navigating these things, there are very large financial obstacles and challenges we that we have to struggle. I struggle, I, I, I had to face them, uh, had to face them myself. Um, and there's gonna be endless opportunities of choosing kind of a path of 
fear and uh, living kind of smaller or choosing a path of of doing what you love to do and what you are called to do um, as a naturopathic doctor. And what I see is that when naturopathic doctors really find their place in a community, because that's what this is about. It's about being a part of the community because what we do is incredibly, incredibly valuable and it's very, very unique. So in terms of a hot commodity, I don't think it gets better than that. I think about yoga instructors, Pilates instructors, gyms, specialists. I mean, every medical provider, you know, has patients coming in saying, I'm on 13 supplements that I got at the health food store. Oh, wait, you don't know what those things do? You should probably see a naturopathic doctor, right? And, and, and it turns out that our allopathic conventional colleagues are relieved when there are naturopathic doctors to refer to that they can trust in, in the community. So, you know, the old thing of us versus them, I, I just think it's shifting. And look, I, I practiced in, in Kansas um, three years and it was like, um, you know, I had I had specialists calling me, yelling at me that my treatment plan was killing the patient. Um, so I've, I've <laughs> that was kind of my rite of passage as an ND. Um, but I was able to build that practice up over just, you know, a two and a half year period of time. And I was able to sell it uh, for a decent amount of money. And then I, then I moved back to Seattle because that was my dream was to practice at the clinic that I'm at, uh, that I'm, that I'm at now. So, um, you know, get creative and just be a part of your community. Um, use your intuition and, and I would say follow your heart. Um, because there's going to be many opportunities along this path to choose what you love to do. And look, you chose to be an naturopathic doctor, not going to like the corporate, everybody's wearing the same uniform kind of thing for a reason. So do, do what you love, do what you love. Patients will see that you love it. They will see that it lights you up. Um, and they will be inspired by that. And I think that they come to us as much for that medicine as they do for the the actual actual therapeutics awesome so i've got one last question for you i know i know you got to run here um when it comes to the washington association of naturopathic physicians right this community that's here in washington what has been i guess let me ask you this if i'm a naturopathic doctor listening and i'm in washington or maybe outside of washington what's the value what's what is the the resource that washington association of naturopathic physicians provides gosh well if you are out of state my the first thing is join your state association and if it's a pre-licensed state um that's a very specific term pre-licensed because we're assuming everybody's going to get licensed at at some point a and p is really working on that but i would say join the association locally um it is so rewarding to be involved in what is happening with the profession. And I think it allows you to speak to your patients with, with a little bit more authority and, and know-how about what you're doing and, and, and that you were more competent whenever we do that. So I would say join that. And then the second thing is that uh, WANP um, has been in existence for a long time. I think it was 1913, if I remember correctly, was the, the org- is when the state was, or the, the association was organized. And licensure in Washington State first happened in the early 1900s. So um, we we just celebrated um, we just celebrated 100 years of licensure, I think, this past year in, in Washington State. So 
because of that, we do have a little more of an established association. Um, and there are certainly educational uh, resources, continuing educational. Uh, we do a conference every year. We do a lot of webinars, very active board right now. So please, you know, check in with the um, association, both for educational offerings, um, as well as if you need to find a referral, we do have a referral net, net a database called Find a Natural Doctor for the state. And I know there's several of them in the profession, but uh, we do have one of those here in, in Washington State. Awesome. Well, we will definitely provide the link uh, in the show notes for that. So make sure you check out those links in the, the show notes. Dr. Klausmeyer, thank you so much for being, uh, for being on the show today. I really appreciate your time. And... Uh, Best of luck moving forward and uh, let us know how we can help the community in any way, shape or form. Great, thank you so much, Ryan. Good talking with you. Thanks. This podcast is for informational purposes only and it's not to be construed as tax, legal or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 91711, 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, MEMBRAC, MEMBRAC, SIPC. Financial representatives of The Guardian, Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Number 2020-113.